I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford. Tenakwe, Giles. The manufacturing sector improves, but it's still under pressure. Kira to you, Charlotte. Yes, uh, as we've been hearing uh, with the economic numbers out yesterday, the sector's been struggling. Indeed, it's fallen. Uh, one of the key indicators for the sector has fallen for the ninth uh, or remaining contraction for the ninth consecutive month, despite a slight lift in activity. The Busy NZ Business New Zealand Performance of Manufacturing Index is up 3.8 points to 46.7 last month. But anything under 50 indicates that the sector is shrinking. Yesterday's Stats NZ data highlighted the weakening manufacturing sector as a key factor in the overall negative growth numbers. BNZ senior economist Craig Ebert says weak production is at the heart of the recent poor run in the PMI. Well, it seems to be certainly the message of the latest GDP accounts, and it's also one we've picked up um, for more than just the last quarter, probably the more more like the last nine months or so, uh, in the production index of the PMI. That's been running uh, low. It sort of seems to be what's uh, been dragging the PMI overall uh, down as, as much as it has, and it's been running uh, well below trend and well below that sort of 50 break-even mark. So it's been a message of contraction and uh, manufacturing production uh, from the PMI survey uh, for at least the last nine months or so. The new orders index in this latest survey did improve, um, but but like the overall index, it was still uh, miserable and uh, in, in below that uh, 50 uh, break-even mark. Well, Craig Ebert says manufacturing production will probably continue to struggle going into next year. Air New Zealand is gearing up to fly a million customers domestically this Christmas, and that's in addition to another 700,000 on international flights who will travel between now and the end of January. The airline's busiest day of the year is expected to be next Friday when nearly 50,000 people are due to fly. Air New Zealand's Chief Operating Officer Alex Marin says the airline's been busy working hard to meet peak demand. We're ready for it. We plan for it, and uh, we're really excited to be uh, launching the busy holiday season. Cargo is also extremely busy. We do a lot of movements of our containers and work to, uh, you know, with the full flights. I also try to fill the bellies of the airplanes with cargo and obviously a lot of uh, gifts and packages and, and all kinds of uh, above-normal type activity that we see this time of year. Alex Marin says busiest domestic route is Auckland to Christchurch, with Wellington and Queenstown close behind. And earlier this week, uh, the airline uh, downgraded its earnings outlook, talking about slowing demand. But it would seem that globally the airline industry will post record revenue this year, with carriers benefiting from a rebound in post-COVID travel. The International Air Transport Association says revenues are tipped to reach 964 billion US dollars, although it says airlines are facing higher capital costs driven by rising interest rates. It's also forecasting net profits to be more than $25 billion next year. That's a couple of billion higher than this year. Although, once again, it says margins at 2.6% need to improve. Well, IATA's Director General, Willie Walsh, says despite margin pressures, pressures, the sector is feeling optimistic. Well, I, I think there are some airlines doing very well and uh, are getting close to returning. If Indeed, I think a couple are probably exceeding their cost of capital. But there is a long tail of airlines that are still going through a difficult recovery. Uh, the industry, though, is moving in the right direction. 
And I think with a, a little bit of a tailwind, I think you could see a significant change in the overall performance of the business. Willie Walsh also believes more airline mergers are on the horizon as carriers battle long-term low profitability. And staying with that transport theme, the Port of Napier is upbeat about the coming year as the region bounces back from Cyclone Gabriel. The company's annual meeting has heard that uh, it's coped with the disruption and a slowing economy and come out in better than expected shape. And major forestry and apple export customers are increasing business. Even so, the chair, Blair O'Keefe, was cautious about putting precise numbers on the outlook. We haven't provided any earnings guidance for this year, and the reason for that is that there is still some uncertainty uh, with the insurance position and also uh, with the economic conditions, particularly with the local trade rebound. So uh, at this point in time, we can't give you a specific view on what we're targeting for the current year, but uh, you did hear me say earlier that we are projecting ongoing volume recovery and earnings growth this year. And that's probably as much as we can say at this stage. That's the chair of Napier Port, Blair O'Keefe. Well, let's catch up on the markets now. 25 minutes past 12. I'm joined by Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. Kira to you, Belinda. And the market looks to be perhaps just nudging into Christmas holiday mode. <laughs> yes, Kira Giles. Uh, the market is, is fairly quiet today and the index is only down four points, so not a lot of direction there. The NZX50 is at 11,548. Um, just looking through some of those leading stocks today, we've got Auckland Airport, they're up 7 cents, 8.51. In New Zealand, just down one at 63.5 cents. Uh, Contact Energy, they're up 3 cents at 7.84. EBOS is down 55 cents at 35.45. Fletcher Building, just up one at 4.70. Fisher and Paykel Healthcare, down 23 at 24.52. Uh, we've got Main Freight up 53 cents at 68.75. Uh, Port of Tauranga, they're up to at 5.32. Napier Port, they're up 3 cents today at 2.55. Uh, we've got Ryman up 1 at 5.32. And Spark is unchanged at $5.19. All right. Uh, what's it looking like in Australia? A uh, slightly more positive day over there. They're up 31 points. It's nearly half a percent. Uh, the S&P ASX 200 at uh, 7,410. And just looking at some of those leaders, we've got BHP, they're up 63 cents at 48.88. Uh, CSL is up 38 at 277.14. Uh, we've got Rio Tinto up $2.19 at 132.23. Telstra's up one at 3.92. Woolworths down 21 cents at 36.41. And Zero's down $1.56 at $110.07. Which takes us to the New Zealand dollar. Uh, we're just ticking up again as the afternoon um, ticks over here. The Against the US dollar, we're at 0.6210. Against the Australian dollar, at 0.9266. Uh, the yuan is 4.42. The euros, 0.5646. The pound, 0.4862. And the yen, we're at 88.21. So all a bit stronger there this uh, afternoon. And uh, interest rates, oil and gold. So those 90-day bank bills just down slightly after some big moves yesterday. They're at 4.28 percent. 90-day bank bills at 5.66 percent. Brent spot oil's up at 79.65 a barrel, 
and gold's up $2.40 at $2,037.99 an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Belinda Stanley from Craig's Investment Partners. That's the last of the regular big format reports from our brokers for the year. We'll do truncated ones next week. So a big thank you to those from Craig's Investment Partners, Jardin Securities and Hobson Wealth for all their help, participation and insight during the year. We'll have them back next year. And one other item of business news, uh, just quickly tell you, former Hawke's Bay mortgage broker has pleaded guilty to three further dishonesty charges brought by the Financial Markets Authority. Natalie Ann Carter faced 15 charges after an investigation into conduct between 2018 and 2021. She pleaded guilty to eight of those last month and pleaded guilty to a further three in the Napier District Court yesterday. It'll all be updated and wrapped together for you around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business.